All right, well, let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, welcome, everyone, to another episode of... Is it Game Busters? Who knows? Because we're going to try another new thing right now. We are going to be um, maybe adding this to the rotation, if this is fun, of, of the types of episodes we do. But um, maybe it's Film Busters. Is that anything? That, I mean, that could be something. Possibly. I feel like that's already kind of a, a franchise. See if it's trademarked. I feel like it would be. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll just, I'll get our legal team on it and we'll check it out. Good, um, good. All right, so uh, what we're going to do today is um, I've got on the horn with me uh, two big big shot Hollywood executives, uh, Jason and Monica. Hello. Howdy. Um, you guys have made many, many movies for, for big Hollywood, right? Of course, of course, like at least, you know, five. At least five, yeah. That's yeah. kind of the minimum to get to even you know get in here, um, or even be recognized. So right. So what we're going to do today is, I was thinking, what we could do is take a video game franchise um, and adapt it basically into either a movie or a series. I'm going to give us like, I'm going to time it out, and I'm stealing this idea a little bit from a podcast that I, I loved called Story Break, which is now like ended. Uh, so I guess we'll just become them. Uh, that will oh, be good. Amazing. Let's just embody Story Break them. 2.0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, basically the idea is in one hour, we need to uh, create a story a, for a movie or we could do a series. I, I don't think this is going to be a series. This feels like a movie, but um, where we, we need to like sketch out the plot basically and, and make it actually like a cohesive thing. Um, and so um, what we have decided to do is uh, we, we're going to start with Five Nights at Freddy's, which is I'm, I'm guessing going to be so easy to adapt. Um can we can we run around and just outline our experience quickly? My my experience with Five Nights at Freddy's is that I played the first game on my phone like five years ago, and that's it. Um, I have no experience yeah. whatsoever. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. I've um, only seen it here and there. So it seems like I am one of the people who has the most experience in this. Um, who knows why? And is based on the fact that I've seen on and off several of the Markiplier and um oh gosh whatever a lot of the Markiplier playthroughs and some other of the YouTubers out there and also decided to dive in myself into the lore and spent hours uh just trying to figure out what it is about this uh this franchise that makes it everyone love it so here we are okay um and with that I am uh Monica is going to be her lore master for this one, so I am going to start the clock now. All right, so Monica, give us give us an exposition dump. What is this? Oh. I have a timeline <laughs> in front of me. Oh Jesus so Christ! Okay, so um, here we are. Uh, obviously, with the games, like you get your main premise of the games. You're hired as a security guard. Um, you you're ordered to spend five nights at this pizzeria. Um, and essentially, you're supposed to just watch the animatronics, make sure they don't do anything fucking weird. Which is that a normal job, like like a Chuck E. Cheese? I, I you know, I haven't reached out to any of my uh, sources out there to figure out if that is a thing at the Chuck E. Cheese's. I will mm-hmm. let you know um, later on. But um, you know, when looking at the base, that, that is that is kind of the vibe, though. Is it's a Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese, right? It is. It is essentially a Chuck E. Cheese. Um, okay. Probably. A, I mean, it depends, like, if you think Chuck-y's, Chuck E. Cheese is a little creepier or if you think, like, this game's probably... Are you um, talking about Charles Entertainment Cheese? I'm talking about <laughs> full-on Charles Entertainment Cheese. But today, we are talking about Fazbear Entertainment. 
um, we will be starting in 1970 with two men, William Afton and Henry Emily. These guys are technically the creators of the whole Fazbear industry, which we will, which is what is the game is pretty much based off of. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you a quick uh, thing, they're all they're really good at animatronics. Obviously, they decide to team together and pretty much build a pizzeria and a business off of it. But plot twist. Um, William Afton, you know that dude that I just mentioned? Um, he's mm-hmm. actually a psycho. He, um, and you come to learn, like, briefly, like, some of the games that he intentionally kills children. Um, he, he's a child murderer, and that, you know, we'll get, dig more into that in a little bit. But right now, I just want to introduce you to the names, and, like, their purpose is to make a, you know, famous franchise based off of the bear, Freddy Fazbear. So um, with this franchise, they started making a lot of these animatronics based off spring lock things, which are super dangerous, by the way. So even just the slightest bit of moisture um, could set it off and, you know, malfunction the machine. But we'll get to that because. You said we'll get to that like three times now. (laughs) I feel like you're building up to a lot. Um, You you really played this off as if this is going to be such a simple thing. But no, my friend. The whole lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, it is quite a loop, and I'm about to take you on this journey. So come, take okay. my hand, take my nope. figure. To, no, take my God, fi- it's so slippery. <laughs> 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 I'm, sorry, I'm nervous. I'm a little sweaty, but you know, yeah. hold on tight. It's, okay. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long one. So um, we're gonna start out, you know, back in 1970. We're with Fred Bear's Family Diner. Um, okay. And this is where we get started out, and it's also the beginning of William Afton's of Killing Spree, where he, um, you know, knowingly what kills. What were the two guys' names again? For, uh, Bill and Henry, or Will, Will and Henry, or something. Bill and Henry. Uh, yeah, um, William Af- William Afton and Henry Emily. So uh, remember okay. these names, because yeah, especially William think... Afton, he's going to be a name that's mentioned a lot in this uh, lore. And William so... Afton is the one who becomes crazy. Yes, he is essentially the child murderer. And we're about to get okay. to that because he kills the child of Henry Emily um, at this faz- at this first location. Okay. So that's so the beginning of the murders. First thing first thing I want to say before we get too far into this, do we do we really want to like sit here and like just exactly adapt the string of events? Cuz like no. I think what we need to do is take like the premise and the vibe and like the characters and kind of like take a look at what makes them interesting and then see if we can fit them into a, a story that kind of gets them to those same character places. See, I think we really need to, I agree with that. And I think we really, when we are focusing on trying to adapt this into a film, please only a film. I don't think I could do a yeah, whole series. No, I think this is, this is, um, this is a movie. <laughs> I think if we're really going to do that, we really need to like, just kind of start it out how we all were introduced to five nights of Fridays. We should just have like, the same introduction that we had when the first game came out, which is just, hey, here's the security guy. You're um, you're new at this job, and you're going to be looking after these animatronics. They're a little weird, but good luck. Okay. Yeah, that's, think- that's a good point. So two routes yeah. we could go. One is, like, the story follows William and Henry from when they're there. They, you know, meet each other, and they're creating this establishment and going kind of going through that. Or, like you said, we can go with just Joe Schmo, who's become the the new hired person. He learns all this stuff through like, um, you know, like environmental storytelling or whatever. Right. Um, I, right. Jason, I, what do you think? Your professional yeah. opinion. 
<laughs> oh yeah, my my one hundred percent legitimate professional opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I like that idea. Just kind of like just like the games did originally, from what I read, what little I saw. <laughs> just throw you into something that you have no idea what's happening, and say, you know, Godspeed. Okay, it's well, definitely like with how the games were set up, it was kind of I don't think they intentionally wanted there to be any lore that was developed from this but i think just having like the subtlety of like there's just something really wrong with this place and so i think adding that sort of element into a movie really adds and beefs up the suspense that could occur within the film you know i'm seeing a lot of mentions of circus baby on this timeline what is that Okay, you know, we're going to get to that because you know what? We got a lot more. So hold on tight again because we're okay. about to dive back in. Oh my God. I see a lot of grimace looking characters okay. online, like the yeah, McDonald's okay. guy. That, that's listen, the whole thing. Listen, okay. it's, pretty rough. it's pretty rough. So essentially, after the death of Henry Williams, Henry Williams, wow, I'm mixing the names, Henry Emily's child by Afton, which, you know, Henry Emily doesn't realize that. You know, what, the, are, you, what are you saying? Sorry. <laughs> So many things happen. So essentially they closed down that first restaurant. But they're because like, of hey, the murders. because of the one murder. No, no, it's just one murder right now. One murder we- in a parking lot. Right. We'll get to more later. Uh, <laughs> so right now they somebody, some companies says, hey, we're going to like keep this idea going because we like the idea of some dancing bear and his pals. So we're going to start up Fazbear Entertainment, a new franchise. And so we have. All of our OG people, you know, we got Bonnie the Bunny, you know, Fred Fazbear. We got Roxy, Foxy, Roxy, whoever the fuck it is. We're going to start with that. And um, we got Chica. They're all introduced. And now we're going in to the new to the new franchise. Okay. So, okay. We, we, are, we are seven minutes in now. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay. Just hold on for a second. What, what Monica, what I need you to deliver to us right now is just the characters and what they're like. That's it. And we'll, okay. we'll, we'll build out the rest from there and, and learn more as we go. All right. So you want to start off with like just the four main animatronics? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. I got you. Okay. So we got Fred Fazbear, right? Right. I, I, I know that one. Yep. He is just, he's your main character. He's your main animatronic. He is essentially the inspiration to the Fred Fazbear thing. Um. I, from what I remember from the games, he is not as aggressive as the other um, animatronics. Okay, um, that's good kind of, to know. Maybe he's holding them back a little bit. Yeah, you kind of, and you kind of see that in a lot of like the later games. Like he's not really like the one that's like the main issue. A lot of the main problems that you'll find is in, um, I think, with Bonnie and with Chica. Bonnie and Chica are kind of your main people, like in that very first game that like will move which, which our, ones are they i see a rabbit um, uh bonnie so bonnie is the rabbit chica's the chicken obviously okay. like and then we'll the fox. context there foxy mm-hmm. uh foxy, foxy foxy is your fastest uh animatronic he is the one that you really when you're in the game you really have to like keep an eye on because if you don't like two seconds later he'll be at your door um but your most aggressive ones um personality wise are going to be uh bonnie and chica Okay. Isn't there one that like comes out of a vent? Uh, yes, those are li- uh, also a later game. Okay. okay. So they're different animatronics in later games? 
Yeah, it's it's a whole thing with the lore. They started like because apparently these guys can't seem to stop making animatronics after so many kids die from them. They're just like, we just got to keep building. So here we are. All right. Um, okay. Okay. Just, so yeah. we got those. Let's let's do this then. How about this? We about are. This? Look, this is what is this really except for a night at the museum? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but like, right. hor- but Chuck E. Cheese. But Chuck E. Cheese, and it's a horror. So this is a horror film, yes, absolutely, it is. It has oh yeah. To be. Okay. Cool so we have a this is this is something that we need to solve too at the beginning because the game necessitates having basically you are alone in this like in the in this pizza place. Okay. okay. Now the thing is that if this person is alone running from four animatronics for two hours, that's not a very interesting movie. Um. I think we need to have more people in here and I'm trying more human people. Uh, and, so here we are. Yeah. We do have people because in the very beginning of the fir- of the first game that you were ever introduced to, mm-hmm. um, as the security guard, you do have somebody that talks to you and tries to explain kind of like mm-hmm. what the job is and what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Um, and you tend to have like that figure throughout the games tragic, like, you know, like hey like this is how you control them like this character's kind of crazy but like you know if you just you keep looking at it it's fine like make sure they're they have this and that like they kind of give you like tips on how to take care of uh, the animatronics so that definitely that voice could be an aspect of that um and probably like a character i actually remember exactly what you're talking about with the voice um because (laughs) there's like it's on the intercom so Mm -hmm. the thing is like you don't have you can't have a movie where there's one person who's just not talking for the whole time. Um, <laughs> so we need to have several other characters and have them in here and keep it scary. Cause what we're doing is sort of a, here's another, here's another problem is that like, what is the possible reasoning for after I finish my first night, learning that the animatronics are alive coming back for a second night? Um, great question. And I think that's something that we would have to like, you know, have added in somehow to where they have to discover a single clue that kind of hints as to why maybe they're alive. You know? Right. But like the the thing is like the, the person who is there, who is our like main character has to have a reason to come back the second night to like come back to the hell place and lock themselves in with these living animatronic monsters. Well, hear me out. Maybe we don't add crazy, like we don't go as hard as it, the games go, you know how like in the first like oh so like we oh, build we build it idea. up we have yeah, to yeah, build yeah. it up and that's how every horror thing starts you know there's just little things like little snippets of like and this person is like a twitch a blink like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. like and this person's like a big skeptic they're like a big shot you know yeah, they're like totally oh, whatever like and then maybe they have like I'm trying to think of who we get in there because like I think that our I think that we can have some portions of the movie between the nights like outside of the area there but like i think the main the main like you know climax and everything will be on like the fifth night basically and like um who are who are okay so let's let's figure out who our main character is um i think it's just an ordinary schmuck um um ordinary schmuck somebody some people say that it is actually the son of william afton um so it's you could just make it an ordinary schmuck though and have and kind of like switch around the lore. You may have people get mad at you for that, but we got to make the story work. 
Um, mm-hmm. And if it means adding more characters, you know, we got to add more characters. So you're also okay. making a uh, a movie off of a very popular video game. So, you know, you're going to have the hardcore fans out here calling out every little mistake anyway. H- yeah. Hence why I'm out here trying to give y'all the lore so y'all are not like, exactly. we're, not, we're not straying okay. too far. Right. Um, from the from the creator's intent. Okay, so there's all right. So how about this? Our our main character. What was their name? Which one? The main the main guy what, that we're doing. The, yeah. What what is the name of the the kid of of uh, whatever of William Afton? Is that Michael it? Michael Afton? Michael Afton. Michael I Afton's think, gonna be. I I think if you I don't want, want Michael Afton to be the main character, I think he's a like side character. What if I think he's Michael, a friend? So hear me out. What if Michael Afton? is just that Joe Schmo that keeps running into our Joe Schmo, you know, our main dude. Oh. And it's kind of like the catalyst of the one that like kind of helps him bring all the pieces together because really um, it's interesting because in the lore, Michael Afton essentially is trying to, you know, undo all the bad stuff that his dad did for murdering those kids and so I think okay. we could really build, we can really work off of that where Af- where Afton, you know, seeks out this rookie security guard and it's yeah. just trying to give him subtle hints of like, hey, there's something really bad here. And in the end, they can like work together or something. Okay. I like this a lot because they're like, because uh, Michael Afton is like, you know, he's like, look, they're like, you know, you're, you're right. There's something wrong here. Like, I know that, you know, I know that, you know, something's going on in here. And like, I, I have proof, like, you know, I have to let me into the into the thing tonight and I'll show you kind of a thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I uh, can definitely see that being like a good, and especially like it could be one of those things where like it builds up to like the fourth or fifth night where like, finally this guy's like, okay, okay. I'll let you in because yeah, in the yeah. beginning he's like, I don't believe this is a thing. And you know, after it's like that crazy kid, the crazy guy who's just like, look, I believe you now let me in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like so say we could even put like newspapers or something for like the first night or whatever, like in the desk that he's at all the time. Cause you know, people go snooping when they have nothing to do at work. Mm-hmm, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like old articles about the other locations and like, like yeah. murders you know, or something. Murders and, and yeah. Just okay. all these subtle hints. So I want to do this quickly and just, um, and I know that I know the gamers are not going to like this. So stay with me, please. I need you guys. I need you guys with me, because the gamers are gonna hate this. Um, if if Michael Afton is gonna be like our other main character, I think our security guard character should be a woman. Ah, uh, so you're okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And I know that I know that the gamers are not gonna be not gonna be happy about that, and they are gonna come after us. Well, the the best part about that is that. The games are in first it's, person anyway, so like they, yeah. they are. So it's essentially, it's essentially just you. Like you're not going to be out here trying to. We're not out here making a movie that's just like, you know, a first person thing. Like no, obviously we're not, not going to make it a completely ambiguous who the person is that is the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. You know, so if they get mad, they get mad. Like, but we got to have somebody in that role, and especially and since it's really and really, it's still it's still canon. So yeah, like, I mean. Um, Okay, who? So I think how how old how old is, how old is she then? Like about. I would I would have to say like. I mean, how old do you have to be to be a security guard? Cause I think I eighteen. Like, I guess would be the. Is there an age limit for that? I don't think. I think definitely not below eighteen. Like you have yeah. to be. You know, at least eighteen. 
Yeah, yeah, you would have to have some. I think you usually, if you're a security guard, you have worked in either like as as a police officer or in the military and have retired from that for some reason or another. So there are a lot of people who are in their like a lot of security people are in their like late twenties, early thirties because they have like left the military essentially. Okay. Um, I mean, we can definitely have that as kind of like a backstory, like a backstory too. Like why, yeah, we can do- why would this oh, that would- suddenly like end up taking a job that no one wants at this pizzeria? Yeah. Yeah. That would because kind of also help with like, the whole them. story too. Cause you know, they're like, uh, whatever. I've seen some shit. The same, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen some shit out there. Okay. Cool. And what's what's our main character's name? Let's let's uh, let's generate one. Um, circus baby. No, that's taken. Um, <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Um, let's see. I don't even know. I'm gonna let's, let's like generate how generic a name. of a name. Do we want though? Name. I'm gonna generate a name. Hold on. We could always just put like a tab in that and just come back to it at the end. Maybe something will pop up to us. Um. Name. Quick name generator. All right. Random names. Shanae. Uh, that's fun. And yeah. Anna, Annalise. Pearl. There we go. Annalise uh, Goldberg. Sure. She's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, you said random name. Okay. No, she's no, no, she's, she's good. That's good. That's good. Her, um, maybe, and I don't, maybe it doesn't matter that she's Jewish. <laughs> why, is that, why is that an important thing? I don't think the animatronics care about organized religion. We don't know. We don't know what they're about. We don't know. We just can't care. Okay. So, okay. So let's say she's like late or something, late 20s, or no, let's say like early 20s. Um, has gone to, um, I want to say, yeah, in the military, seen some things. So maybe for like four or five years. Okay. Sure. And basically just was like has left and like realized she doesn't really like know how to do or really care about doing anything else more like um or doing anything at all really and so just to like yeah man so to make ends meet you know she's like taking this job right um until she kind of figures out what to do with her life yeah yeah okay good Good. starting point how to get there good start so who is the I think the owner of this restaurant or this specific re- like franchise or whatever needs to be a character because the he needs to or she whatever needs to hire her. Yeah, um, I mean, they doesn't. There's no there's no specification of like who owns these things. I mean, they just really say like who creates them, and it, it just says like oh, the store closed, so then this industry like entertainment industry just took it over. So like it could be anybody. Okay. So um, let's create a character. J- Jason, make make a character for me for this owner. For like the owner? For the man or the manager, rather. We need the, the okay. manager. I mean, should we have a more of a uh, like a sus- not really suspicious, but like an ominous figure? Okay. Can they do? Do you want them to seem like intimidating or like suspicious? More suspicious, like like they kind of like they're in on something, you know? That like they, they don't just really look slimy. Yeah. yeah, they just gotta look like. like I feel like Google, Google slimy actors and see who comes up. <laughs> oh, so we're doing oh. actors. We're doing actual actors. Oh, I mean, we can too. It just, Are we casting this? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we're casting it too. I mean, we we can we can oh, envision. Right, let's go, slimy actors. Um, 
God. Actors who are the best at playing sleaze balls. Here we go. Christopher McDonald. Hmm. Apparently, no, we can't have him. Okay. One of, you know what? The probably this, just the most like inherently threatening looking person. We don't want threatening. We want suspicious. So somebody who looks like they're they're up to something, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like Chris. What did you say, Christopher McDonald? I feel like he'd be pretty decent, just because he looks like he'd just he looks like he'd be like this rich big shot that just kind of bought this company and was like, I don't give a shit. I just need to hire somebody into this role. And he also just, you know, gives off like a really like intense vibe of like, hmm. Hmm, man, I don't know. <laughs> or we could get um, somebody really is like looking i want somebody like slimy though that's the word i'm looking for yeah um, uh, what about uh william defoe i mean he's not slimy. i always think i was thinking about william defoe when i was talking about yeah so slimy. like but he's scary like if you want intimidating and scary that yeah. would be him but like i just want someone sleazy um uh what about the guy that did uh walter frey Ooh, the old man. He's dead, but Oh shit. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. We, we yeah. need like okay, hear me out. We need like the quagmire of <laughs> Like a real life quagmire. Like just that kind of like gross character. James Franco. J- James Franco. There we go. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to give him work because of the the slimy things that he's done. But I think this is his um, maybe his big comeback. Um, what if we could get a less? What if we just get Dave Franco? He's like a less problematic, smaller version. <laughs> Beautiful smaller version. <laughs> okay. Actually, actually, Dave Franco is a pretty good pole to be the the son. Um, what's his fucking name? Uh, Aunt, fucking Michael it? Afton. Michael Afton. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Put him in that one. Because he's kind of he's kind of got a little sleazy thing going on too, where he's like, I know something. Yeah, and he's also kind of like a little weird. So he's also like, got like a rich boy vibes, which I think this person would have. Let's do it. Okay. So I um, you know, sold. Cool. And then oh, who's our who's our main character? Um, okay. You said Annalise like, Goldberg. Who the fuck? Yeah. Um, I feel like she'd be. I feel like she would also kind of look rough around the edges, but like we're talking. But we're talking like the vibe that most like early 70s 80s like yeah. protagonists would give out so like i'm talking like the jodie fosters the yeah i was like, thinking of like a young sigourney weaver is like what i yeah, want yeah i see that but like you know obviously that won't work so we but she's very somebody. old now we got we got to find somebody who like embodies <laughs> that energy in a, in a you know okay i'm gonna type uh actresses early i'm gonna type i'm trying mid-20s actresses let's see what i can pull up also, this does remind me that um, when they announced the the cast of the Mario movie, I saw somebody be like, Nintendo just Googled actors and picked the top five people. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Probably. Um, Zendaya. I don't think Zendaya is for this. Um, no, I can't. No. Scott. I don't think so. Who's this? Sophie Turner. Ooh, wait, hold on now. She's, she's. My hawk. Cara Delevingne. She's not very, she's not a very good actor is the problem. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, is this just a roast now of actors? A, holy shit! Holy <laughs> shit! Can we get Haley Steinfeld in? 
No, fuck her. What? What do you mean, fuck her? <laughs> no. She's the best. No. Come on. You got, we got to look elsewhere. We got to look elsewhere. Come on. Okay. How about um, who's this person? I don't know any. I don't know any of these people down farther down I, the list. I wish I could help you. I I don't know. Um. Okay. We'll 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 figure it out later. So yeah, we're gonna um, let's, we have, put a pin. Let's put a pin in that. Yes. Uh, and our manager is going to be Vincent D'Onofrio, who played the Kingpin in the Marvel universe. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Can I just give y'all a, a brief, like a really brief synopsis yes. of, of why the animatronics are alive? Yes, that would be helpful. Okay. So animatronics are alive because at you know William Afton, he's killing a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. He's when he starts pretty much getting into the like getting into a suit that's like the animatronic as well and luring kids so he can murder them and then stuff them into the bodies of the other animatronics. So kids are in these animatronics, right? And for so they're sold for what reason? Okay. Just to hide them in there? I don't know. Um, and so essentially because that happens, the souls of these kids possess the animatronics and that's why they're alive. That actually doesn't make it make more sense, but thank you for the explanation. <laughs> it's just, it's just that he he decided, hey, I'm gonna kill these kids because I want to, and I'm gonna stuff them in these animatronics. Just get until, stuffed until okay. they until they rot, and so the souls of these kids who are you know unable to move on are stuck in these animatronics, and they're mad. They want revenge. They want an explanation as to why the fuck they got there- killed. Is there a reason they're coming after you, though? Is it just because you're there? It's because you look like the. You probably look like um, William Afton. Like any, uh, pretty much any at, at some point, like any adult is a target. Okay. Because okay. they they don't trust adults, so you could just use that instead of yeah. That, they, that works for me. Because essentially, like the the first reason was because like. It was when Michael Afton was the security guard and they would go after him because he looked like his dad. But okay. since we're using a different character, it could just be like Yeah, I think they just because don't like it's a, and then, an adult and a security guard or someone they trusted, and so they're just gonna be like, fuck you, die, right. die, die. And there's um maybe they're docile during the day because there are kids around. Yes. Agreed. Um, okay. That that makes that one that works for me. Okay. So that let's see how we're gonna lay this out. So spacing wise i think the first i think the first and the or rather like i think the first and second and then the fifth nights are kind of kind of be like the longest screen time i guess um yeah and then like maybe the the third and fourth ones are just kind of like we we kind of like montage over them basically or whatever um because um we have to we kind of have to break this down into like an act structure so like what's your what's your opening and sighting thing your main character um is just starting i think she's rolling i think she's maybe just rolling up to the place like the first scene is her rolling up to the to the fazbear is that like as it's closing or whatever yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah like yeah we we can we can like work the backstory in elsewhere like we don't need any of that so she rolls up and vincent d'onofrio is there um in his kingpin suit of course <laughs> why not and um so are they, is this, is this like a really well-paying, it's like a surprisingly well-paying job for a security guard, right? That's the Yeah, idea. I think it's, I think it should be well-paying because they've had a lot of like unsuccessful. Like, right. A lot of people run out after one night. Right. Exactly. And you don't get your paycheck till the end of the week. So you, you have to be there the entire week. <laughs> yeah. If you, can, if you can survive till the end of the week, then yeah, we'll, uh, 
will pay you. Right. Um, does Chuck E. Cheese normally have a security guard at night? Well, you asked this earlier on, and I can't. I can't say that I know exactly. I'm gonna look it up. This, okay, Chuck check e. that out. Does Chuck E. Cheese serve beer? <laughs> also, I did just remember that the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's is like a, a shit person. Is. So we're just According gonna not. To Reddit. We're, we're, oh, okay. Why? I don't know. On Ask Reddit, what's it like to be a night guard for Chuck E. Cheese? Is Chuck E. Cheese basically FNAF? Does Chuck E. Cheese have a night shift? Does Chuck E. Cheese have facial recognition? Amazing. What? What do you? What does, does Chuck E. Cheese have facial recognition? Okay, that's also a whole thing too in the in the lore. But we're gonna. Just... Oh my god! Yeah, we we don't have time because we are at half. We're at a halfway mark right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna browse over that, and I can explain the lore later on to okay. y'all. Unless you really need it, I got you. Okay. I'll okay. So she rolls up to the restaurant, um, mm. gets in there, and. Um, he's like, oh, thank you. And like, oh, I'm so glad you could make it. Um, you know, we've, we've had a, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, uh, turnover in this job in the past few weeks. Um, is this a new, so has this happened at other franchises across the country too? Mm, like specific. Like five nights at, like five nights at, for, like Freddy Fazbear's Fazbear's Pizza, Pizzeria. So you're asking about like the, the, the pizza. Are there franchise. other ones or is this a one location or is this like a franchise? I mean, listen, there's like a lot, it's a franchise and there's a lot of like sister locations, but the, essentially it seems like there's only like one specific location that they focus on. Okay. Um, so it could just be like something like that, or I, th- I think it should just be like a locally owned thing okay sure let's let's do that let's do that a locals chain kind of and let's say that the oh how about the how about we do it very soon after the death of the owner what was his name uh henry um uh afton william well afton was the killer guy yeah and i think i think in this world afton is still alive um but he's yeah it's it's just a whole thing he's possessed whatever um yeah sure sure so what was the um, other guy's name henry 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 emily yeah i could yeah henry emily he dies at some point henry emily has died somewhat recently a few weeks or months ago and the um this this big business guy just kind of moved in to buy the the thing you know and was like i don't really know anything about this or care about it just like need to keep it running and like you know hopefully i can start making some money off of it i don't know anything about the past events here um, right, right. So this is just a few weeks after um, the the death of the the previous owner. Okay, so um, you get in there, and he's like, they give you like a flashlight, and what else? Uh, a flashlight. That's literally. I mean, in the original game, you get the flashlight, and then you have controls over like the doors and like the vents. But that's right. So a big element of the game is that you have a limited amount of battery power each night to open and close the doors and turn on the lights. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they don't pay their electric bill or something. So they really can't use a lot at night so they can save enough for the day because I guess the animatronics suck out so much power, which is this man. I, Oh man, I got, I wish we could, James Franco would be perfect for this owner actually. Cause he'd be like, look, uh, look the electricity bill. I'm, I'm working out something with the company. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's going to flicker here and there. I'm working something out. Okay, he's like backing out of the door. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Which I guess it would make sense why the power doesn't work because there's literally five children's souls that are like sucking out all the energy. 
yeah. in this place. So, of course, none of the fucking I'm Googling were. actors like James Franco to see if we can find somebody. Okay, the first one is Dave Franco. <laughs> God, <laughs> we already have him, though. Um, why don't we... Okay, how about this? Why don't we... We just get Seth Rogen. He's right Her? there. Amazing. <laughs> He's just right there. He's he's within reach. He's within our reach. He would um, do this. I think he would be in this. Um, yeah, but there's a whole yeah, there's a whole thing here. Okay, 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 okay. That works for me. So he's like he's like yeah no I'm uh. That's his laugh. You don't know the Seth Rogen laugh. Oh right yeah yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, wait, do the animatronics make sounds? Do they need to talk? I mean, they talk during the day, and then at night when they're trying to kill you, they just kind of do a guttural screech. So, yeah. or do they say, <laughs> <laughs> "You know what? Seth Rogen should voice." Freddy I Fazbear. think he should be. I think Seth. That's what I'm saying. I think Seth Rogen should be Freddy Fazbear. <laughs> should we give any of the animatronics like actual lines besides you know? I think I think they get a few lines. They, they probably I have think. some lines. Hold up, let me do the. I think that okay. How about this? I'll look uh, this up while y'all discuss. How about this? Um, during the day, they have like actual animatronic lines or whatever, but like at of night, course. the things they say are like altered versions of those lines with like, like just like fucking awful things in there. Like, oh yeah, um, like like just like you know, um, similar to. Um, okay, so I'm gonna okay. Hold on, Google. <laughs> People slime the actors. I tried that and nothing happens. Alan Rickman would have been good too, but obviously we can't do that anymore. John Malkovich. Joe Pesci. Is Joe Pesci still doing stuff? Does Joe Pesci still work? Yeah, that's a great question. Um I'm gonna say yes. What if cool. we got wait, what if it's what if it yeah, I want someone with like Stan Lee energy, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. not. I mean, he. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, have you seen his glasses? He. He looks and his hair slicked back. I mean. Yeah. On. I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> old man. Okay. Um, we're gonna get Joe Pesci in for this one. We're bringing it back. Um, and maybe there's a fun Home Alone reference in there. Um. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, you could do um, a McCulkin. Who is his name? Macaulay Culkin. You want him yeah. to be the slimy manager? I feel like see. he. Would, I feel like he would. He should be in the movie somewhere. I feel like there's. I'm gonna Google what he looks like right now. There needs to maybe be he's some, like an escape. He doesn't look kid. as slimy, but like he he. He still looks. He looks a little slimy. <laughs> I feel like he'd be he'd be decent. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What about oh Danny McBride? Wait, Danny McBride would be good too. He he's pretty slimy. Um. <laughs> he looks. He looks he's, sweaty. He really yeah. just looks sweaty. He does look sweaty. Okay, we'll, we'll use him. I do want to get Macaulay Culkin in the movie. Maybe he plays the fox. I don't know. Perfect. Um, Foxy, yep. Foxy. And then we need some, like, we need, like, Beyonce to play the rabbit or something. Jesus. <laughs> like, just completely, like, like way too high profile for this kind of thing, you know? Like, I, you know Beyonce to play, like, Rihanna or something. Oh, Rihanna. I was, I was thinking, yeah, yeah, we can get Rihanna, Rihanna. in there, too. Okay, perfect. Cheetah um all right anyway so it's we going have downhill so fast no no they're gonna love it the gamers are gonna <laughs> love this one <laughs> um uh, okay also isn't the primary audience of this like kind of younger 
you know, it it's a wide range say, between it? 13 to I like, like zo- I think it's like zoomers mainly. Yeah. Yeah. You you you've got a pretty wide range of people playing it though. So I wouldn't say there's a specific target audience. Yeah, sure, sure. For. Or target age, I would say. No, no, I'm not saying we should make it for kids or anything. I'm just saying, like, what celebrities do the kids <laughs> like was my question. Rated E for everyone. I mean, I guess... Okay, no, hold on. I'm changing my Who's mind. Who's that motherfucker Seth, that's in the Sonic Seth, films? Okay. Um, James, James Marsden or Ben Schwartz? Yes. Ben Schwartz could be really slimy, actually. And he looks like a young kind of, you know... I think I can believe that. Actually, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, you know? Like, that's yes, slimy. That is that's slimy. really yeah. slimy. Um, I've, I've also decided that I think we're going to keep Seth Rogen as Freddy Fazbear, but I think the other three are going to just be whatever big TikTokers there are at the time. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. I love that. 10 out okay. Of 10. So you get to the, the first night. Oh my God. We have like, we have like 22 minutes left. Um, okay. We haven't made any of the movie yet. <laughs> you, you said the first scene and then we were like, let's talk actors. And I was like, this is the wrong time. Okay. Okay. We can do this. So. Um, first scene, we do that, blah, blah, blah. She gets the flashlight. It's, uh, the first night. Um, what is the, th- what is like the, the inciting incident that like draws her attention the first night? What's the slightly weird thing that kind of would make anyone else nervous, but she like brushes it off. I feel like it should um, just be like slight movements from the animatronics at night. Yeah. Just one, yeah. Or just even one thing. Like she like, wakes up and like this animatronic yeah. was not where she left it. And that's it. Like an arm. Or like, or like, like yeah, arms are moving. And, yeah. It blinked. Or something, yeah. I don't think she sees it move though. I think she just like like notes. No, like, yeah. she just like yeah walks by them, and then the next day, like one of them is like next to the pizza buffet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that, or, like goes back by like a few hours later, and it's just somewhere else or something like that. Different position. Yeah, yeah. And her first thing is like, oh, somebody's broken in here and moved this around. That that's like her first thing, and she's like trying to like dig through security footage and stuff, and like. um basically like can't can't find any evidence of anyone breaking in because she's not looking in the right place um or even like oh it's just the owner the guy who hired me or whatever trying to scare me because he was such a skeptic oh yeah he was so it, weird know? about it yeah yeah it's a sketchy okay. be like oh, they they move or something like kind of yeah like, out. don't worry they move at night Ooh, we could even <laughs> reference night at the museum oh, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe Ben Stiller is Where's there the too. tablet <laughs> um okay that's that's actually that's a pretty good that's a pretty good one okay so what's what happens so i think on the first night that's that second night something a little bit weirder needs to happen what's that um we need to start finding maybe clipping evidence yeah evidence yeah. about yeah that so evidence maybe there's a weird smell um oh maybe because it's like rotting that. people rotting flesh you know maybe maybe she just um after the first night she's like something's like i was like that was kind of weird like let me or the owner rather she's like the owner's kind of being sketchy let me google this and she like looks it up and finds out that there was a kid who was killed there like a little while ago and it's yeah. like oh wow yeah. the bite of 83 kids and the bite of 87 oh, yeah. too. we gotta have those references in there because then people mm-hmm. like you know looking yeah. intrigued yeah um the people the the fans in the in the audience in the theater will be like oh my god i know what that is <gasps> the bite um, of 83 they mentioned it <gasps> like yeah, all that shit exactly yeah that, that's like the name of the article whatever she's reading about this this murder or whatever it's like oh wow like so there's some oh some, yeah some weird it's shit like happening remembrance here. article um, like of these kids or like anima like you know the bite of 83 was like oh animatronics 
the animatronic bit a kid and killed him. So it's like, oh, they died in the restaurant. Um, so definitely just little news articles oh, like that actually, while they're looking it up. This is a good question for you. What per- time setting is the do the games take place in? Oh, shit. Um, so is a it- lot... So in the lore, a lot of like the franchises seem to be like I think the very first game starts in '93. Okay. Um, which is where like I guess your like the first game would begin, and then when you go back to do like the other like FNAF two, FNAF three, you're going back to like the '80s and um, you know, almost to like let's, the '70s. Let's set this in the mid '90s then. Okay. Um, yeah. So Google is not really a thing that everybody has. No, she has a she has she has a big computer in the computer room, right? Yeah, there's there's a computer that, but it just doesn't like, you know, you do the basic search, which is why I'm saying, oh, news clippings that someone's yeah. trying to hide or like, right? You know, like they were stuffed in the back of like the bottom drawer of like the desk or something. It's yeah. also good because if it's the early '90s, she doesn't have a cell phone. So that's that's taken care of. She has oh, a pager. We love, we love landlines. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is like the landline is dependent on the electricity of the yeah. Fazbear place, right? So, Boom. Um, yep. yeah. See, this is easy. Also, I remember seeing a thing like sign, like maybe like 90 percent of the Seinfeld episodes could never have happened if anyone had a cell phone, <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> which is probably true. Um, so I think the. Let's see here. So let's just set it in. Let's just set it in like ninety three. Okay, it's been a few months since that happened. Yeah, ninety three. Right. The rest, the restaurant was probably freshly opened. Right, Nirav was just born moments ago. Amazing, um, <laughs> amazing, a miracle. Um, and okay, so second night we have something a little bit more suspicious, which is that the. Um, we find the the newspaper clippings in uh, that are hidden in the is it in the owner's office or something manager's office and he said don't go in there. Yeah, I think I think he's he's kind of like being really sus and it's like you know here's your office but like don't mess with my shit and then like he's, tries to keep it locked. So why is he trying to cover it up? Was he involved in this in some way or what's going on? I think it just looks bad for the business. He doesn't want things to get out. He's trying to like build back the reputation. Yeah. of the comp- like the yeah. previous company and trying to make it like seem not terrifying. Okay, okay. Um those where it's like we're not the one who killed all these kids. Yeah, like Freddy Freddy did that. Come on. That was a, that was a long time ago, you know, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um and what happened in 93 by the way? What was the accident or whatever? There was no real accident, I think. It was just that's where um you know, the location, that's where the, the new location kind of opened up, like, at the original location where the kids died. Uh-huh. And because of the news that people of, like, the murders and everything, like, no one really showed up. So then, you know, they shut it down. And so at that point, that's when, like, the lore of, like, William Afton pretty much gets killed by the ghost of the kids at this point. Okay. So this actually gives me some, that makes me think of Coraline a little bit at the end where like she like frees the, the kids that are like yeah. their souls have been trapped and they like help her like take down the, the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be something like at the end, like she works with Michael to help her free these kids and then the kids go after 
William Afton, the dad, who somehow shows back up to try to murder her or something. I um, think that has to, that has to happen, right? Because we have to get William Afton like into the into the pizzeria oh, somehow. Yeah, yeah so, he yeah. comes back because he knows that his son has been investigating what he was doing, basically. Yeah, and so he essentially what happens to him is this is when he first dies. He tries to get away from these the ghost of these kids and so he goes to hide in one of the old spring trap machine like animatronics that was there from the very beginning of the franchise and that because it was so old it was like you know locked moisture in there and so when he got in it like pretty much stabbed him to death like pretty much this is pretty gruesome um... yeah but i mean but then you're like oh that's that's the end of the movie like you know the guy's dead but then real fnaf fans are like no that's not the end well then we have it open for a sequel exactly exactly because then you bring springtrap because that's the soul because springtrap is controlled by the uh soul of william afton and you know then it gets crazier after that but yeah it would leave it open at the very end okay great so here's here's my idea um night three we'll we'll have something more extreme happen but at the end of the night like she she's like um running from something like she she like is it actually actively scared now and is like um then in night or let's do it in like night four so let's say night four something actually bad is happening like she's seeing the things move around now and yeah, they're like actively through, chasing her and then right. we have like the but actual after, gameplay of like right. trying to close the doors and shit right and so at, like halfway through the night or something when she like feels like she's about to get like tra- trapped like um, you see on the cameras that um, Michael is like kind of like breaking into the the place to like investigate at night, just like happened, like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on here, like separately mm-hmm. from her. Yeah. And so like um, the two of them have to like team up basically, or, or rather, how about this? Rather like in night four, like she sees this guy breaking in, right? She's like, I'm a security guy to take this fucking guy down. And then like before she gets to him, she sees the animatronics move with her own eyes for the first time. And then, Ooh, like, yeah. the two of them have to, like, team up to, like, stay alive through this night. Because they're and going then, after Michael because Michael looks like the dad. Yes, yes. Boom. Yes. They're they're awake because of him. And um, they're, they're, like, angry, angry. Um, and so the um, – then they team up, right? And then sure. um, why did they come back together for the fifth night? Because I think she has to, like, be like, okay, we're coming in prepared tonight and we're going to fucking fight these things. I think it's I think at that point after night four when they first team up together, I think we need to have a moment where they're like where Michael sits her down and is like, This is what happened back in whatever and he gives her the whole story of like Yeah so kind of think- like the lore up until then. Right. I think the way that we pace this is that like night four needs to be like halfway through the movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, at yeah. most. Like it needs to be like yeah. Yeah, because I think Mike or and Michael should be introduced a little bit earlier in some way too, just that he's around. Um, I think he, I think he wants. I think we should make him like purposely run into her in different places. Oh, she can because, be seeing like, oh, there's a sketchy guy I keep seeing everywhere around the the restaurant, like or whatever. Like maybe he's doing this shit. Or like out in like public where he's like, you know, she's shopping for something, and he's there, or like she's eating somewhere and he's there. Like he's oh. trying to like get her attention so he can like talk to her because he knows that she's working there now yeah maybe he she sees him on like one of the night security cameras that's like outside the building yeah 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 on like night two or something yeah like sees him like peering through windows and shit yeah and then she starts seeing him like 
basically stalking her everywhere yeah yeah no that's that's like good that. that's good I like that. yeah and and what he's trying to do is just like figure out if she's in on it like if he can if he can like trust her to like get him in there and they can like take down um you know what he believes is his his um dad has done something terrible yeah um no, yeah. i agree and so where so i think he hasn't seen his dad in a long long time i'm gonna say no. i, I want to because definitely within the lore you don't really hear about william afton being active in the in the public eye the, mm-hmm. he's just kind yeah. of like hidden in the shadows for a while right so um okay so i think this okay that that, that works and so the um the character i think halfway between yeah okay so between night four and five is when he tells her the whole story they they go to the fucking library and look at slides on a projector or whatever they fucking did back then microfilm some really fucking like revelation sort of can they can they go to radio shack i mean yeah get an old camcorder of like shit i don't know break out some polaroids or something yeah can anyone think of any other 90s places they can go um, a blockbuster, blockbuster. Oh, they can go to blockbuster to um. Are they? What are they renting? I don't know, like an old film. Maybe they have like some old film in the back of like commercials from that time. Oh, how about how about there's advertising a... the uh, animatronics? Okay, here's here's how we fit it in. I think that there's a um, I think there's like a, t- a little like t- you know one of those TVs with like a built-in um, VHS player, and in the in the Freddy Fazbear's like in the security room, and so she like goes to blockbuster to get some stuff to like watch during the night because she's like gonna be super bored you know yeah, oh yeah yeah that's, that's an easy way to fit that in um and then was there like were there any restaurants that that used to be there that are out of business now oh, i'll look it up um anyway so we we'll make this uh, very 90s it'll be fine we we need to go like a really we need to get really cute about it though like fucking captain marvel um oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a little too cute. <laughs> um, okay, I, I kind of I think we have I think we have uh, roughly have a, a story so far. So we need to figure out the ending now. We have about ten minutes. Um, how does this end? So the two of them come in there fully equipped to fight the animatronics because they think that Michael, not Michael, but um, um, William Aston is is behind this somehow. And at the same time, William Aston has come back to this place because he is afraid that his son is going to finally uncover evidence of his crimes. Right. Um, and he wants to stop him and, and the security guard. Um, yep. But how are we going to get the aspect of like that? It's not him controlling the animatronics. It's like actual ghosts. Right. I think that's, a, I think that's the thing is that what Michael or what, um, I, cause that's the first thing you would think, right. Is that like, Michael's first thing is that, like, no, my dad is still there and he's controlling these things. He's trying to scare everyone off, like a yeah. Scooby Doo kind of a thing. Like, they're they're robots he's controlling. So then he and, needs to figure. So maybe they need to figure out in night four when they first team up that there's something else going on. Because how about this? To keep it more urgent, at the beginning of night five, when they're all ready, they come in and they fucking um, bust the. Um, Oof. oh man i don't want them maybe to do this. The, maybe they, they take out maybe they like kill try to kill one of the animatronics they rip open rip off like rip the, it open yeah and that's there's like a, a skeletal there's like a there's like there's like a corpse in there oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. freakishly wrapped around the uh 
metal parts and everything. Perfect. Amazing. Right. And that's when yeah. you realize, oh my gosh, it's true. There's bodies in here, but yeah. it's dead people. So it has to, it, you know. Yeah. That's and then get an explanation. Right. And these, I think that they want, um, how, how, what is, what happens to, what ha- what happens to like free the kids from this from this prison basically because I think that has to be the ending is that like um, the 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 whatever four children that are are trapped in these suits are like exercised essentially like they're allowed to move on to the next world like that's the happy ending you know yeah I mean there is like you know how in all the games there's, there's like little like mini games inside that kind of give you a clue as to what the lore is mm-hmm. um, so there is definitely a mini game of um from like the first it kind of explains how you know how like i said in the beginning that william afton killed um henry emily's daughter yeah okay so she essentially ends up being like possessing the golden freddy i believe or not like a puppet the puppet in there Mm -hmm. you know the the puppet character so she ends up getting into the puppet character and starts working in the backgrounds trying to like take out William Afton. And so she's the one essentially helping the animatronics. And I think they need to, fi- they need to find her and she ends up helping them to stop the is animatronics. She, so she, is she somebody who's been there the whole time? Yeah. She's a ghost that's been there the whole time. Like oh, she's, she's a, a ghost. Okay. okay. She's a, she's a ghost, but she's in the animatronic, the puppet animatronic. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So, so we, we can have we have... can have stuff going on with that the whole time too, and like I think they can piece together the thing about the puppet. Like, I um, think it, you know what it could be like the puppet animatronic is the one leaving clues for her. You know, like yeah, well, that's per- no, that's great, like that. that's great, that's perfect like, because like, they're yeah. And then in the end, it's like the puppet animatronic protects her from something from somebody, or like maybe William after the end, and like. You know. Oh, it like makes its debut, like protecting her from like a sneak attack or something. I don't know. Yeah, think, and then, no, no, and then actually yeah, yeah. is able to like do whatever it has to do to like exercise like, the where, like, things. Right. There's like yeah. a part where like the puppet like falls over in the right place to like trip one of the animatronics that's coming after her or something like that. Yes. Um, I like that a lot. And then is this is this character is also she was a young girl. She's trapped in there. Yes, she's also, she's, so she is essentially Henry Emily's daughter, and that was the first kid that was murdered by William Afton at the very original location. How about this? How about on night four, they figure out that it's like ghosts and and souls are trapped in there, and the reason they come back for night five is like, we can't leave those kids trapped in there. Like, we have to free them. Like, I'm not going to let these kids' souls, like, be trapped in in eternal hell, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great idea. And so, yeah, that's that's why they come back the last night. And um, William Aston is there trying to stop them. I think he they have to they, the animatronics. I think are going to help them in some way overcome and kill William Aston, right? Yeah. So essentially, when the kids are released from the animatronics, the like spirits of the kids go after William Aston, and that's what makes him go into the spring trap, Bonnie, and get killed. And then they can just. They run out. <laughs> oh, what is the spring trap? Sorry. Um, so spring trap Bonnie is essentially like one of the original two of the first location that I mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like golden Freddy. Yeah. So it's like golden. So it's like a golden Bonnie, but it's 
was let you know after that location closed they pretty much took these animatronics and like shoved them into a storage thing okay and just kind of like left them there and so that's why william was able to use the spring trap to kind of like lure other kids and kill them uh. and so he just goes back so essentially he'll go back into that same spring trap thing which by the way has been in that storage for multiple years and so it's very right. old and that's what kills him Okay, okay. So they, they use the very device that he used to kill all these children to kill him. Yep, pretty okay, much. That's great. Perfect ending. And so what is our little... So after that, the kids, like after they've, they've finished their business on Earth, basically they're allowed to like pass on, they disappear. And then what is our like after the credits stinger scene? Uh, I say the spring trap. Yeah, it should definitely be something with life. the spring trap. Yeah, yeah. The spring, like, so he's he's in there now, basically. Yeah, so he's Contra- now possessed, but he's now possessing the spring trap Bonnie, and he kind of twitches to life, or, like, the, the eyes, like, open or something. And Yeah, like, cameras slowly, like, zooms in, and right when it gets on the face, you know, like, yeah. his eyes burst open. Perfect. Okay, so very, very briefly to run back through this. She gets this this girl who I've decided is going to be played by Kaya Scolidario because I think she's really attractive and hasn't been in a lot of things lately. Sounds um, good. Uh, she is going to roll up to the place and um, she's gotten a new job here. She On her first night, they just give her a flashlight. She sees an animatronic um, in a different place than she left it. Um, she gets really bored and she's like, all right, this is going to be an easy job, but like something's a little weird here. Um, she goes to Blockbuster and rents some VHS tapes. Then she comes back on the second night. Um, she's watching a movie from 1993 or two. What were the big movies that year? Ah, Jesus. Um... Let's go look for 1992 movies because they'd be on VHS by then. Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what a pull. Uh, uh, Bat- Batman. Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. Uh... Yeah, I'm seeing that. Batman Returns is good. That's that's the vibe I want. Okay, so um, she's watching a movie or whatever. She sees something happening on one of the other screens. The lights are flickering, etc. She's dealing with the electricity problems. She's like, "Wow, this place is a piece of shit." But whatever. Um, she st- and then she finds um, because she goes to investigate the generator or whatever the the what is it called the 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 box. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, the, she goes yes. to investigate that, and that's when she finds some of these hidden newspaper clippings and stuff while she's like investigating around looking for it. The breaker box. Okay. Yes. Breaker, <laughs> that's box. what it's called. The box. You know the box with the power. Yeah, the box. Okay. Of course. God, we have less than a minute. Okay. And then we do, do the fucking. Thir- the third night is like okay. That's when she starts seeing stuff when the puppet is moving around and it's trying to leave her clues that this is a place that she needs to like uh, get out of because it's trying to help her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the uh, that uh, fourth night is when um, Dave Franco like busts into the place to like try to get the scoop on like you know incriminating his his dad who's like a piece of shit and left a long time ago okay they uh they leave that night and then then or the next morning they leave and they team up and um he tells her all the fucking lore we do our big exposition dump we get in all like the bite of 93 and whatever the fuck 83 83 83 it's 1993 okay and then they uh go to the place and they the robots they destroy the robots and thereby freeing them the, the children's souls, the children's souls push the guy into the thing and the thing eats him. And then at the end he wakes up and he's still in the thing, but they leave and they don't know. And that's time. Boom. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Wow. Absolutely beautiful. We're going to have a highest grossing film. We're going to beat out avatar. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> $3 billion day one. Yeah. Oh 
much. Uh, you know what? Actually, actually, looking back on that, I don't hate it. That that was like not really a movie until the last fifteen minutes, but like we got there. <laughs> that was a roller coaster all the way. Oh, that's good. That didn't didn't turn out too bad for our first one. I think that's. I think. And you know what? I would still say it's in the upper half of video game movies, to be honest. So. Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, it's set up as a very cliche like horror film, but it's very. Mm-hmm. I, I like how we set it up. I think. No. It would be. It's gonna be okay. I think it's. I think it'll be okay. I think it'll. I think it'll. I think it'll pull like from. I think it's gonna run around like the the sixty five to seventy five Metacritic areas where that's gonna live, and I'm 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 good with that. I think it'll be. I think it has enough of the lore for people to not hate it, but also. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right, but then also enough of like a movie that you could like watch it without knowing the lore, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it gives enough information. Um, yeah, you're probably about to get info dumped like by the fourth or fifth night, but I think, I think, it, and I, I, think I think there's definitely well a scene. I think there's definitely a scene where Seth Rogen's laugh is like echoing around this open cafeteria. You, just, you, know, you know how we didn't you see Freddy Fazbear go running across and just. <laughs> You know who we didn't cast, though? We didn't cast William Afton. We didn't, and that's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. That's actually really good. <laughs> oh, Great. man. Okay, this, star casting. That's a pretty good. This is going to be an expensive movie. We don't have <laughs> <laughs> We can't. We, guys, we can't afford William Dafoe. <laughs> See, we're going to have all these top-tier actors and actresses, yeah. right? That yeah, people yeah. are going to be like, yo, they're in it. This has to be good. If people have said that about a lot of movies in Barack. Listen, listen, if they got fucking Chris Pratt to play Mario, I think we can. <laughs> I think we can. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, all right. Let's see. So, yeah, thank you guys for, for joining us for this. This is fun. We'll, we'll do another one of these later. I Probably like not. This a lot. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll find something maybe with yeah. a little less lore next to it. <laughs> Yeah, because it's very lore heavy. I'm glad I didn't have to go too deep. Into did you it. Did you play the new one? By the way, I heard it wasn't great. I I haven't played it yet. I've watched a lot of the playthroughs. Um, it's definitely not my favorite, but it, it it intrigues me. I think there's a lot of stuff with. That I was kind that I of interested. Yeah, I was kind of interested that it was like, okay, we're gonna move Five Nights at Freddy's into like a full behind the whatever like behind camera like 3d experience you know like that's kind of cool that they're doing that and then like um also also can you imagine what like i thought about this like can you imagine what like the internet would be like if there was a like they announced a new game and it was called six nights at freddy's and everyone's like there's another night i mean essentially <laughs> yeah there's another night like there's always a, a sip bonus night in most of the games um but yeah, no, I, I can't even... Also, like, the game, like, with Security Breach, it definitely... Um, I feel like it was released a little too soon just because there's a lot of glitches. There's a lot of, like... Mm, okay, that, obviously, that all sense. the games have different endings. Um, those are just... It's really hard to navigate, which is what I'm seeing a lot in these playthroughs, is that people are having a hard time, like, getting to where they need to be and sure. completing goals and whatever. But mm-hmm. I think overall, it's a very, like, for where it's come from where we came from to now i think you know design wise it looks pretty awesome so. okay fair enough um i do see a thing in here um uh, a, a, a purple guy named ennard um did we do we need him uh no because 
Ennard essentially uh, takes out um, William Afton. Not William. He takes out Michael Afton. Okay, and that's the sequel. That, that's in the sequel. So we can just do that in the sequel. That's, yeah. yeah. I think the name, by the way, I think the movie is just called Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't think we need like a subtitle or anything. No, um, just do five, yeah. just five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Especially not for the first one. Yeah, definitely not. I, I hate when they do that. And then that, Five but... Nights at Freddy's 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Sudaloo. Um, okay, well, thank you guys for, for sticking with us. Um, yeah, we'll be back um, with uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, Alyssa will be back. She did not show up today because she uh, said she is hibernating. <laughs> which was weird you know what? that's fair yeah i think she said she worked like uh way over time and so she just she had to hibernate now oh that's happened. understandable yeah, yeah. that happens man. happens all right thank you guys we'll see you later right. uh wait monica could you kind of close this out with a, a famous catchphrase from five nights at freddy's seriously you're gonna have me do this now you could have asked me this earlier oh and you don't have any like favorites off the top of your head <laughs> i don't even know Listen, hold like, on, a, I like got some it. sort of a quote. All right, hold up, hold up. Uh-huh. Let's see. I, I almost got you. It's, uh, let's, okay, all right. So this is going to be from Five Nights at Freddy's 3. I know it's not a very popular um, thing, but here we are. It is, he will come back. He always does. We have a place for him. Ooh. Ha 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 ha